Good Sunday morning, everyone. It's a beautiful day in the Ottawa area, and it's Mother's Day. Hi, I'm Lori Bowen, and you are listening to Real Talk with Lori. This is my first episode. I did a podcast a couple years ago with Bold Brave Media, um, just going out on my own because I had to pay them to do a podcast. So kind of crazy, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about Mother's Day and how it's really difficult for a lot of people. And from my perspective, growing up with a stepmother that I quite frankly hated, I remember going to the store and looking for a card because, you know, you had to give her a card and they would all say, oh, you're so wonderful and I love you so much and you're so great. And I'd be like, I cannot give her a card like that so I would find one that was colder I guess in nature more happy mother's day may your day be blessed or something like that but I just want to think about and pay homage homage to women that can't have children and have always wanted to be mothers or women that are estranged from their children this day is so painful when your kids aren't talking to you or had their kids taken away from them for whatever reason. Um, A multitude of reasons, sometimes necessary, but oftentimes not. Um, So I'd love to hear about your experience with Mother's Day. Um, Also, women that are alone, uh, maybe have lost a child to death. Today is just a reminder of their loss. You'll go out on one day and and some people that have money will take their mother out to eat and buy her flowers and a card and I don't know what people buy for their mothers, but, but then the rest of the year have nothing to do with her. So I just want to encourage all of us to think about what parenthood is about. Being a mom is definitely one of the hardest jobs in the world. I know there's uh, people out there that are pregnant right now with their first baby. I'm talking about you, Bermuda. I'm thinking of you as you get ready in the next month to give birth to your beautiful baby girl. And I don't want to tarnish your idea of motherhood, but I think when we're young, little girls, at least I, when I was young, and I'm, I'm going to be 59 this year, so I was born in 63. Um, it was expected that girls, you know, would grow up and get married and have children. It wasn't expected that they would go off to university and become whatever they wanted to become and do whatever they wanted to do. It was really expected that you would have children and have them when you're married, right? That's another thing. If you have children and you're not married, it's not a big deal today, obviously. It's very accepted. But in my day and before that, it wasn't. And there's, you know, I have to give um, a shout out to every mother-in-law I've ever had were the best parts of their family. And um, I'm thinking especially about Dolly Graham. So Dolly Graham had a Down syndrome child. My, I must have been back in the 50s. 
and maybe even the 40s I'm not sure they're both gone now Ricky and his mom Dolly so she started a um, it's called Harmony in Action if you've heard of it uh, it's in Windsor and it's a, a day center where they do crafts work cook eat <laughs> you know have fun watch movies for people with developmental disabilities like her son and she taught her son how to read how to write he used to watch the football games and keep score and oh he was the, he is really lovely lovely person both of them they were the best of the Graham family for sure um but she was told when he was born that she should put him in a home and she was like no way am i doing that no way and she she brought him home and she raised him and you know they're together in heaven or wherever you go um now so i just think it's important to if you see a mom at the store and they're having a hard time with their child you know smile be courteous uh, you know, not necessarily step in and try to help, but you know, I say hi to kids in the grocery line all the time, and it does help. You know, as as the mom is trying to get her groceries on the on the line and get them paid for, and then take them out to the car and load them up and load the kids up, and it's a it's a huge job just to feed children, clothe them, get them to school, get them to their activities. I know in this day and age. Dads are a lot more involved than they were when I grew up. My dad, I barely saw my dad. He was working, 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 working all the time. Had this meeting and that meeting. And unfortunately, my stepmother was abusive. So it wasn't fun being around her. <laughs> and I just tried to stay away as much as possible. And that might be your experience too. Maybe you grew up with a mother who was abusive and not a step-parent. I mean, we almost always expect step-parents to be terrible, um, which is unfortunate because there are some amazing step-parents. I think I was one, but, you know, uh, yet to be seen um, because I'm not with their father anymore. But I certainly did try my very best to be fair and to treat my stepchildren with the same love and respect that I did my own children. Um, and I loved them dearly. I don't hear from them though now that um that uh, we're estranged but you know that's okay sometimes people aren't meant to be in your life forever so I just wanted to share some of the things that really helped me to get through um, difficult times whether you know I'm in a disagreement with one of my daughters and they're not talking to me or um, you know somebody's upset at me and I'm not hearing from them I had my little granddaughter. She got upset at me. Oh, and talked to me for a couple weeks. And I thought, it's so typical of girls, right? To give you the silent treatment uh, when they don't like what you said or don't agree with you or whatever. But I try to uh, make sure that I have kids in my life. If I can't see my grandkids, I started volunteering, um, you know, at, you know, usually at churches, but... I've since left the church, so I wouldn't volunteer there anymore. But it was, you know, in Sunday school or in after-school programs that the church put on. Um, just so I could be around kids. And I'm going to be around kids quite a bit in the near future because I applied to drive a school bus. I figured, you know, some people think that would be really stressful. But 
I love kids. I don't mind the noise. It doesn't bother me. And I think it would be a less stressful job than being a social worker, of which I'm not anymore. I left the college uh, officially and resigned from the College of Social Workers. So I'm doing equine assisted learning. I have a teaching degree, so I have another thing I can fall back on. And uh, I'm actually going in July for a week training at Equisol. So this is something that helps me a lot, and it's being around animals. Whether it's a cat or a dog, or in my case, a dog and three miniature horses. I went to Equisol last weekend to be trained as a, what they call a handler. You're the person that basically handles the horse to work with her. And uh, it was really great because I was around big horses and I'm so used to the little ones. But it's so wonderful to have another organization close by. She's in Mountain, Equisol, if you want to look her up. She has all kinds of groups. Um, for couples, for kids, for teens, in you know, individual. Um, I kept my prices in line with hers so that I'm really not in competition. It's just I'm in a different area and I use miniature horses. She uses the full-size horses. It was a wonderful experience and I'm going to go back and uh, I'm having more and more people with disabilities come to spend time with the minis here at uh, Healing Minis Retreat into Nature. And retreating into nature truly is the best way to deal with stress. And if you have an animal with you, well, that's just uh, icing on the cake, you know. I spend time with the horses. Sometimes I just stand in the corral with them and I close my eyes and I listen to the birds and the sounds around me and it's just it's like being in heaven I mean I've never been to heaven but I figure it must be a really great place so so spending time with animals in nature spending time with children and sometimes old people sometimes people don't like old people but I find them quite hilarious usually as we get older we speak our mind more because <laughs> we really don't care and that's the truth we really don't care we're we're, we're a little bit done with you know, always being polite and saying the right thing. We're a little more spontaneous in our answers as we get older. Um, you, you get wiser. You get smarter, hopefully. Another thing that I do is participate in some way in the arts. So for me, I love all of the arts. I love to dance. I love to write. As many of you know, I just finished the script writing program at Algonquin College. It was fabulous. If you love to write and you've always wanted to write a script for a play or a movie, um, take the course. It's really, really good. I learned a lot. I, I loved every minute of it and I miss it. <laughs> um, but writing, art, I love going to art galleries. I love buying art. I wish I could afford all the art I want to buy. I'm particularly fond of mosaic art. It's kind of like um, stained glass. But what I love about it is they use broken glass to make something beautiful. So they take something that's broken and they turn it into something beautiful. Now, that if that isn't the best analogy for life, you know, sometimes we get broken by children, you know. It's great when the child's here and born and a baby and cooing and all of that. But when they're 
I don't know what age they start saying, I hate you, and stomp away. It, the first time they ever say, I hate you, is a really hard time, especially for a mom, because you're like, you know, you might fluff it off, but deep down inside, it hurts, and then you kind of get used to it. So um, hopefully none of your kids tell you they hate you, but, you know, it's human nature that we're going to kind of treat the people that are closest to us that we trust the most sometimes we treat them the worst and I know that's an oxymoron why would you treat people you love worst out of everybody in your life but it's it's not something we do consciously I don't think I think it's something we do unconsciously especially when you're a child um, because you feel safe around that person because you you can let out your stuff and know that they're still going to love you um, so it's actually in a weird sort of way it's a compliment when one of your children blows up at you so next time little Johnny or Susie is I hate you you're the worst mother in the world you just stand there and be quiet and take a few deep breaths and smile and you don't even have to say anything just just remind yourself that oh they love me that's why they're doing this <laughs> so and music so music is my go-to thing listening to music all day long having music on in the car just participating in music going to concerts most of you know that I love concerts and I just recently volunteered for the Ottawa Grassroots Festival in Ottawa it was a blast I I was able to interview some of the headliners and then do reviews afterwards. And it's been just such a wonderful experience. We had our volunteer picnic yesterday at Britannia Park in Ottawa, and it was really nice to see people again. And I'm definitely going to do it next year. And I'm doing a Twitter campaign to get Neil Young to come and play at the Ottawa Grassroots Festival because... He canceled a show, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. He was supposed to play at the Folk Festival. I was so excited because I love Neil Young. And I think his bassist broke his hand or something, and he had to cancel, and he has not been back yet. So I'm sending him tweets every single day, um, trying to encourage him to come. It would be so great for the Ottawa Grassroots Festival and for Ottawa, obviously, I talked to our producer yesterday and um, I said, wouldn't it be great if he, I, I wrote a song with Terry Matherin called This Is For The Homeless. I, and I told her about it and I was like, wouldn't it be great if Neil Young would sing my song, This Is For The Homeless, and we could use the money raised from having Neil Young sing that song, go to the homeless organizations in Ottawa. We have such a huge problem, not just in Ottawa, Brockville, Prescott, everywhere. We all uh, have problems with housing and a multitude of problems. Okay, I've already gone on 15 minutes. I said it was only going to be 20. So I'm actually going to wrap this up and wish you all a wonderful day. Get out in nature. Be with people you like. If it's not your family, then go somewhere else. (laughs) Have a wonderful tea and a wonderful day. I was just thinking, have a tea or coffee. Um and smile and laugh and find the humor in life it's it's so much better than the alternative and come visit me i'm out in north augusta i'm here a lot um i don't go too far and i'm you know i like it here and i would love to have visitors so 
You can visit my website at healingminis.ca and uh, I hope to uh, hear from you. I'd like to hear what, what your Mother's Day is like. Take care, be blessed, and be safe. Bye for now.